common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katz and Rita Cosby. Katz and Cosby on 77 WABC. Let's go to uh, Professor Alan Dershowitz, who we have here. Of course, his powerful book, Get Trump. Uh, Professor Dershowitz, before we move to all the Trump stuff, there was a temporary gag order, also a partial gag order put in place. I got to get your reaction. Have you been watching at all what's been happening with Speaker McCarthy? Any of your thoughts from a legal perspective of what's going on? This is the first time in American history a Speaker of the House has been removed. Well, there's no legal consequences because the Constitution provides that both houses shall be the judges of uh, who serves and courts just never get involved in that kind of thing. So it will be up to, you know, Republicans, Democrats, too. I mean, the reason this vote went this way is because some Democrats stayed home um, um, and didn't vote. Uh, And uh, he didn't get there wasn't a majority for getting him out of the speaker. There were 216. You need 218. But. You need only 215 when there are fewer people there. So the Democrats participated in this by simply not not voting. But, um, you know, it's an internal thing within the Republican Party. Uh, Both parties have problems with their extremists. The Democrats have their problem. In fact, several of the extremists didn't vote. And the Republicans have their party with uh, with extremists on the right. And the American public generally prefer more centrist leadership, which is why McCarthy was, I think, elected in the first place. Well, we'll wait and see what transpires. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, while we have you here, Professor Dershowitz, uh, let's get to obviously some of the big Trump news, other big breaking news today. This is on the fraud trial, the civil trial in New York. Uh, the judge has issued sort of a partial gag order because Trump made a comment about the clerk on his Truth Social social media post And the judge came out and said, I will not allow you to be making any comments about the staff. Many people are wondering, first off, your reaction to that. And is this going to open? There's other judges out there who have even talked about broader gag orders in other cases. Does this open Pandora's box against President Trump? I don't think the judge has the power to order um, a defendant not to say something about his staff. Uh, It depends whether it's true or not. If it's not true, there could be a defamation suit. But uh, the staff, the judge, they're not immune from uh, being attacked under the First Amendment. Uh, judges claim too much power. You know, this judge did an interview some years ago uh, where he <laughs> talked about how he allows his own personal views to involve himself. And, yeah, there might be a case that is binding, but if the defendant was wearing a red sweater rather than a blue sweater, he's not going to obey the law. This judge is a cowboy, and uh, he does not seem to care very much about not only uh, the appearance of justice, but the reality of justice. So, you know, he's going to be very, very tough on Trump, and then there'll be appeals, and and we'll see what happens. The results in this case is a foregone conclusion, which is why I think Trump won't testify. His lawyers are probably going to tell him, look, if you testify, it's not going to change the outcome of this case. You've lost this case at trial in front of this judge. But if you testify, they may go after you for perjury. And all you need is a DA uh, or a attorney general to say, well, you know what he said under testimony, well, we don't think it's true. And, you know, you can get a grand jury to indict Donald Trump for perjury easily. So he may not take the stand. And with That's this attorney general, you can be sure they're looking for that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No question. Yes. Alan, you and I had the occasion yesterday to talk about the executive law, which was the one that uh, Judge Angoran issued the partial summary judgment. I mean, I looked at it again this morning. 
And honestly, my honest opinion, I think it's a defective unconstitutional statute. There's no specific intent to do a crime. There's no harm or injury to any third party. All it talks about is uh, repeating a couple of times to a couple of people some sort of disinformation. I think it's, uh, I don't know, void for vagueness, unconstitutional, the standards for holding somebody criminally liable. What do you think? Well, it's not criminally liable. It's civilly liable. I'm sorry, civilly liable. It's criminal type. But it's civil, it's criminal type. When you accuse somebody of fraud, you accuse them of doing something intentionally. And you can't charge somebody with fraud for making a mistake or doing it accidentally. So I do think there are real questions about, about that, that statute. And I do think that, uh, all these issues will be raised on appeal. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. I mean, this is just a scam. I mean, the, the banks were all paid off, right? They had exactly. no problems. There's no victim here. It's a victimless crime. It's just for headlines. That's all. And there's no complainant here. There's yeah. nobody who has come to the authorities and said, please protect us. And even if there were, you think the attorney general of New York has an obligation to protect banks who are lending money and making money, you know, should be protecting the rest of us uh, who, who are vulnerable to Physical attack. And they have the resource to do their own due diligence, and they did. And they, of course they did, and they would never accept the word of anybody. Uh, they, it would be malpractice for them simply to accept anybody's word without checking, particularly for very large items like Trump Tower or 40 Wall Street. So, of course, they did their due diligence. This is targeted prosecution. This is going after somebody because of who he is and what he's running for. The attorney general of New York has not made it a practice to go after real estate dealers to look in their books and see whether or not they have overstated their assets. Because if if she did that, she'd be busy all day doing nothing else but going after real estate dealers who uh, overstated their assets. And this sends a chilling effect to all business people in New York that you could be brought up under this ridiculous executive law. But no one will be brought up. This is just a, a pointed prosecution of Donald Trump. Yeah, but after they blew up the Amazon deal, it's sent a chilling effect now, about doing uh, business one in New second. York. We got Lou Dobbs standing by on the phone, and the market is down 500 points. Uh, wow. Alan Dershowitz, wow. how's your 401k plan? Uh, <laughs> I'm not looking. I'm not looking. Okay. I'm trying let's to buy, uh, I'm trying to buy to... that house. I'm trying to buy Mar-a-Lago for... Twenty-seven million dollars. Then I'll make some money. <laughs> make it off of eighteen first. <laughs>